in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcasts are back. We're talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. Another eventful week as we get closer to Clash at the Castle and All Out Weekend. We'll dive into it all after the show tradition. It's time for What Are You Wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? Okay, uh, Joseph, why don't you start us off? You were you were on the road today. You were at a, a t-shirt place today, but uh, apparently a purchase was it, not made that would fit the show. No, it was time. not. Yeah, it, no, they let me down, but you know, it was yeah. good to go to the uh, homage stores. Yeah. But uh, I'm going with. Did you again, say you, that you were part of the show and they would have pulled out all the wrestling stock for you? <laughs> I, I or down tried. in the basement with all the extras. Come on, Joe. I did, but shockingly, they they haven't heard of us. Weird. <laughs> How dare they? Cut the shit, Joe. Come Follow on. us on YouTube. Anyway, I'm still sticking with the uh, non-black shirts for the summer, and I got my gray AJ Styles phenomenally done shirt. And let's hope that this. Uh, what are you wearing? Last less than 30 minutes this Ooh. week. So we're going for that. Are you sure that's not a black shirt that's just faded a lot from watching? No, it? it's it's brand new. It's a gray <laughs> and black. It's Don't you see gray. it matches his hair? We know oh, it's oh, oh, no. Burn. Matches your beard it's just, too. But I'm also oh. I'm also just agreeing with Joe. It's not black. It's not black. It's but my hair still has some black. It's not in black. It. Your hair is not black. 70 30 no, it, it really is like the shirt there's, <laughs> there's some there's some gray white and black all in there so it is oh there's no white yet come on you jerk I kevin that's called it. salt and powder, you're not next jason you're next <laughs> it looks wow. white uh i did not go to the homage store but i am wearing an homage shirt it's the uh, Shawn michaels boyhood dream comes true wrestlemania shirt uh i placed an order la- like the turnaround time is pretty good when you're a VIP like I am. Mm. And don't let me fool you. VIP just means I spent a lot of money there. So uh, I got my discount codes. I use them. I got a six-pack of wrestling shirts. You will see those in the future. I will go next so that way I don't forget that I need to go and do this and a half an hour <laughs> later say, oh, by the way, I'm wearing, you know, whatever. So I'm wearing uh, my Walter shirt. Walter uh, used to be a wrestler of cool. NXT UK. Yes, used to. Gotcha. His name's uh, Gunther now. UK? Exactly. It, it was uh, soon to be a, a previous brand of WWE entertainment. Um, the news broke today that NXT UK is going away. It is becoming uh, NXT Europe sometime in 2023. And uh, thus, a number of NXT UK talents were released from their contract. So uh, sad, sad in that respect. But, um, you know, we've got that's how we were introduced really to, to Walter and, and Pete Dunn and uh, Dragonoff Ooh. and some other ones, too. Who was that second yeah. one? His name, was one? his name was Pete Dunn, and he was in NXT Black and Gold. No, I didn't. Um, that is. I don't know where he ended up. Um, nevertheless, he had a is good run dark? at the time. No, well, maybe. I, <laughs> I I can't keep track of everybody who's appeared on Dark. So uh, shout out to the NXT UK brand, uh, Kevin, and you'll bring us home. Yeah, in honor of his uh, return to AEW uh, Wednesday night programming. What was it two hundred and seventy? Some odd days. Uh, mm-hmm. Kenny's back. I had to go in, into the into the closet. First time I've worn this all year because I my wife told me, "Hey, flip your hangers over so you actually see what you wear." Right? Oh, and I was like, "Pretty smart." Oh, so I'm like, that is oh, genius. That is and, absolute uh, genius. And I noticed Laura. I haven't worn it, and it's almost coming up on three quarters of the year. It's a mix of Transformers mixed with Kenny. It's the Kenny Omega Tron uh, shirt, and it's from Pro Wrestling Tees from a Christmas gift uh, I used a couple years ago from Jay. Awesome. Yeah, he is he is back, and uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit uh, with what his return. How uh, breaking news, breaking news. Kevin, hit the sounder. 
From the That Wrestling Podcast Zoom chat. Yeah, Brian, we can all tell your shirts are on a pile on the floor <laughs> of the basement. They're all wrinkled every week. Now back to your regular scheduled program. Yes. <laughs> wow. You read and the now chat. Now PWP already in progress. Yeah, we all have our things. Um, all right, so let's get into AEW because uh, they had a big show last night. It was the, the, the Game of Thrones dragon themed. They had that whole thing going on. A packed show for the most part. Uh, but let's talk about the start. Um, a shocker started with Cult of Personality. Uh, not no a- way. <laughs> what? Not exactly what? breaking news. Um, Chuck Lorre presents and then it goes into Cult of Personality. Couldn't believe no way. It. Yeah. Uh, Punk first calls out Hangman Page to come down and he doesn't. It was very confusing. Then he ends up addressing Moxley. And uh, this was, was vintage CM Punk. Um, Lots of digs on Moxley. You're, you're the third best in your group, just like your old group. Uh, you'll, you'll be the second best John I faced in Chicago. I thought Mox had a, a nice dig. Um, well, he's saying that he was the heart and soul. And when Punk replied, he's the dollars and cents. Mox called out that he's only an AEW because he ran out of money. Uh, it leads to a huge brawl. And then a, a second brawl later in the show. Uh, I love how Mox took out Tony mm-hmm. Nese. Because I rolled my eyes when I saw Tony Nese was coming to the <laughs> ring. Exactly. So it's like, that, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, come on. like, what? That was good. That was really what calls out punk. So oh, Ryan it, was hoping for Orange Cassidy at that moment. That's oh, how much he was rolling better, his eyes. Even better. Uh, but nevertheless, it, it's all leading to Mox versus Punk next week, not at all out like we all thought. I, I half joked last week, I'm like, maybe it'll be on Rampage. That was kind of close on that. Shocker. Um, guys, just, I guess, your reaction to those segments, maybe a prediction for Wednesday, and kind of what will then it all lead to with All Out. And, Jay, you can start since you'll be in attendance at All Out. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they are doing it in Cleveland. But then again, I'm not. Um, CM Punk's last WWE show was in Cleveland. It's when he walked out. After the 14 Rumble. Was it the, the Rumble, yeah. CM Punk's first UFC fight was against Mickey Gall in Cleveland. And earlier, well, I guess last calendar year, uh, they were in Cleveland, and that's when they had the uh, MJF stuff. So, like, there's a lot of Punk in Cleveland things. Now, uh, I really feel like this is a mistake. It need, that's a perfect way to score big pay-per-view buys. They probably could have got 600,000 buys out of that because it's two former WWE guys. And unfortunately, um, we may not get it. But fortunately, if we don't get it, it could mean a pay-per-view main event that doesn't need two ex-WWE guys in it. Now, who's going to be in it? Is it going to be Hangman? I don't know. But what I do know, it's getting kind of cold in my studio. Hey! So... um, (laughs) I don't know who else it could be, but this scarf is really keeping me warm. Mm-hmm. So, look, I don't know what's going to happen, but that's why we watch. Yeah. What do I always say? I want to be surprised. I don't want spoilers. I don't want to know. I'm not backstage. I'm not trying to be. And Like I told that dope today, we're all viewers, the dope on Twitter, not these dopes. Uh, we you tell only us can this say with what we they tell us. So mm-hmm. we'll find out what happens. Um Next Wednesday on Dynamite. Kev, your your reaction. I know you were uh, texting yeah. us saying first off how much you were enjoying uh, the as I said the vintage punk promo. Yeah, work. it was it was good. I think my text was uh, uh, punk is is with the fire emoji, and yeah. then I originally and then I deleted it all because I realized Jay was on it, and then I resent it with. <laughs> Joe I actually Ryan. watched live yesterday. Oh, you did finally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hot damn. We we were texting. Well, uh, Brian texted me solo, which led me to think you guys weren't watching. I wasn't live. We should probably put that on our calendars or something. I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> our like, watch it. schedule of who yeah. can watch when. Yeah. The little dings and dings and zingers. The one I, I thought the best one from Punk was when he was like, "You're you're the third best Eddie I know, and the second best Kingston in the locker room." Like, yeah, just, that was just fun one. those little ones. The the thing, and and then Mox comes down, and it's so many like. Right and in, in in mean mug and walking, but then he got in and it was it looked really good. Like they were just 
going back and forth. And yeah, later on in the episode, but the 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 stuff with Punk and Hangman was a little odd. I read read a few little snippets on uh, 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 like four one one mania, you know, our our site and the different things. Like apparently went off the cuff. <laughs> allegedly, not, allegedly went off. Are the cuff. we being worked? Right. I, 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 think I, so. I hope yeah. so. I I hope so because I I want to be uh, uh, surprised. So the only thing that I could think of, and I thought about this when during that promo, only thing that can make sense is. The match actually takes place next week between Punk and Mox. Hangman interrupts, and somehow it's like a triple threat at All Out. I mean, that opening segment was a lot of yeah. fun, despite that confusion with uh, uh, with uh, the Hangman reference and where that was going. The only thing I didn't like was the, the second pull apart in the middle of the show. I could have done without that. Yeah, it, it, I I, I think it makes sense in the context of like, we can't wait for the pay-per-view. We got to do this next week. And like I said, anything to take Tony niece off my screen, I'm okay with, I guess, but <laughs> you know, he's fine. Whatever. Uh, Joe, your, your impressions on all of this. I wasn't impressed with punk's promo. I was not impressed ah. at all. Ah, I think, okay. I think, and I should check my notebook here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got one. Yes. I Whoa, should. It's a new day. Yes, it is. No box for everyone. This promo reminded me of Scott Steiner's promo on one of the last Nitros when he ripped apart Flair and everybody in WCW and said WWF was better. Punk did the same thing. He took the other, like, if he's a main event, and Punk's a main event guy, he took the other main event guy and made him feel like he was third class. He said the other guys on the other show were better above and beyond he took another guy who was a fan favorite who was also on the verge of main event status and he made him second best to a guy who was main event but has fallen down so far into the uh match order he's just there for like in the tag rankings you've taken your product and you told everybody in front of a live studio audience and the millions watching at home that you are second best you're saying you're the best of a second-rate promotion. That's what he did. That's what I took out of that promo. Moxley saved it. Moxley saved it with the, you came back just for money. He saved it with uh, basically everything that he was doing, basically calling him, he was full of it. But Punk trashed. He was trying to make a point, and the point he made was, AEW is nowhere close to as good as the other guys that's an interesting perspective i didn't see it that way but let me ask you this and and thinking about it with what you said if that's leading to a punk heel turn of him saying sort of things and basically saying like i'm the best and all you guys can't hold a candle to either where you've been or what you're doing now does that context make it a little better for you no, if that's it where it's it seem, going. It makes it seem like Punk is promoting that he's the summer school valedictorian. None of us get that right. What do you mean? <laughs> what students elaborate? Go summer, what please. students go to summer school? Not ones that want to learn more no. and no, up their a, education. Either way, it's <clears throat> I don't think it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Okay. I don't think I don't think I don't think punk helped the promotion. Is it gonna be a heel turn? We all want him to be heel. But it could be another Cody thing where we want it and it's never going to happen. Yeah. Don't make fun of summer school people, Joe. It's interesting. I'm not making fun of it. It's just a saying, Jason. It's interesting. I, I, what do you think, Brian? What do you think of the promo? I I love the promo. I, I don't mind the, usually on AEW TV, any WWE call outs, I usually roll my eyes. But because this was a personal one, talking about like their personal past, I was fine with it. It wasn't saying like, you know, hey, up north, they do it this way or whatever. Right. So I was fine with all of that. And I thought Moxley, uh, his responses were fine. And I liked the brawl. I, I thought it was really well done. I just go back to what Jay said. I don't see the reason why they're putting this in Cleveland next week versus a pay-per-view uh, what two weeks later. Well, um, well, Brian, it's to protect the guys in the crowd in Cleveland and in Chicago over the next week. They don't want to ruin the broadcast. So they got to get this match out of the way because if they don't, 
They're just going to constantly right. battle and fight. They're going to be pulled apart. And then the shows aren't going to happen. They're not going to get the ratings. And then Discovery Turner is going to drop them. And we're not going to have AEW. That's why. I'm not that. <laughs> That's I'm why. Not, I'm not that Twitter guy that you can pull the wool on me that way. Please. Wait, if they we're don't want to ruin, they don't want to ruin the broadcast, yeah. then why do they have JR and Don Callis yelling at each other the whole time during the main event? Yeah. So I'll, I'll listen. Build I'll a give softball them the for you, Jason. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens on Wednesday. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but I, I'm, again, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not overly optimistic of like what's going to happen Wednesday is going to lead to something better at All Out because Punk, Moxley, title unification, that's that's top notch to me. I'm excited for that. So time, time limit. Watch. Yeah, there might be a. Yeah, okay. it's going be, it's gonna be like a shenanigan like that. And that all depends okay. on what time that match goes on TV. Exactly. If it's could it be an opening match? You know, could it be exactly. a main event match? They've done them. They've done it both that way. Uh, you know, it's the big thing here is that none of us have said yet. If this is see a punk going heel. Is he gonna get booed in Chicago? No. Yeah, hard to. I can't. I can't. But see it, it could. It could Did be Brett like uh, booed in Canada. Maybe oh, exactly like a Brett thing, where he's yeah. cheered in Chicago, booed everywhere else. And yeah. well, the, you mean like an MJF thing where he's booed everywhere else except for Long, Long Island. Island. Right. Yeah. So here's what's interesting, and then we can move on. Yeah. Uh, Brian and I were texting last night because we didn't know Kevin was watching. Um, we were talking about possibilities for a, a, a triple threat. MJF's name did not even come to mind. So talk about the ultimate out of sight, out of mind. I did not even think about MJF until later when I looked on the internet and other people were saying that. So if we get it, I think it'll be cool, but you know, it's just out of nowhere. So yeah, right. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Um, sticking on AEW, Joe sent this story uh, to us. Yes. Or on uh, Wednesday, uh, about an interview Eric Bischoff did uh, and talked a little bit about Tony Khan and he had he had some nice things to say. I, I saw he, he talked about it being a great alternative uh, to WWE, but uh, not competition uh, based on revenue generation and market share. Uh, but one line in particular um, talking about his booking style uh, gar- grabbed our attention and Joe yeah. can elaborate further. First of all, Eric Bischoff, thanks for listening. Jason, this is your take. <laughs> When I first read this, uh, Bischoff says he thinks Tony Khan books like a 14-year-old would. And this is a quote. He's booking, in my opinion, like a 14-year-old would, who would have a lot of toys and things he can play with. But I'm not seeing story. We've seen the wrestling audience or AEW audience call it a story, but it's not. It's an excuse for having a super match or a dream match. I look at it like this. Um, I don't think he's wrong, but I also look at as a fan going, who doesn't love dream matches? You know, that's fun. That's entertaining. It, it makes for good in the moment watching. So, you know, w- will that uh, line of doing things eventually run out? If you run out of dream matches, I suppose that's entirely possible. Um, and yeah, I feel like the story has been lacking. I think, I think this summer has been a little bit down because of the injuries. You know, Moxley hasn't had a story. It's been just, hey, who am I beating up? And um, <laughs> props to Punk on that line of, I was gonna, t- I can't touch you, or else you're gonna bleed on me. <laughs> that was a good line too. I yeah, that was good. About that I'm surprised um, he didn't bleed during the brawl. <laughs> yes, that's a shocker. Um, so yeah, so I, I feel like this summer what Bischoff's saying is about like the not having the stories. I, I tend to agree with them, but then you go back to whatever that was the winter, the early spring of uh like punk gem MJF. That was an amazing story. So what, when they do it, they've done it really well, but I think it is lacking as well. What about you, Jason? Since you used your figure line. I don't think I need to say anything. Kevin. I was going to say with the stories, they, they, they have a, a way of, you know, if one is starting like Darby and, and Brody, right? The coffin, boom, done. What's next, right? That was a great win by Darby. He's just going to go away for a little bit. That That's the thing. It's not a continuation of, okay, he he defeated such a huge Goliath. Okay, let's let's just let him go. Let's throw him in a match in a couple of weeks. And you know what I mean? That won't mean anything. Like Swerve and... Uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. 
Mm -hmm. Wow. Private party. That that's the biggest thing that I think no story building with those guys. Let's just throw them in against private party. I'm not gonna lie. Outside of last night, I forgot private party was even there. Yeah. I've like, seen them in a long time. That, that's the biggest thing is uh with the building of the, you know, I know FTR is doing gonna do their own thing and and but it's 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 tricky. I, I see where he's coming from. I agree, I disagree, but it's it's just it's hard to invest a lot of time in 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 these stories because they're not really going to last very long. But when you That's have 175 people on the roster for two hours for and three hours and then one hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the contracts are starting to expire. You know, Brian's take on he thinks this is JR's retirement tour. I mean, it's a great take. And when his deal's up, I mean, he probably signed a four-year deal. They're coming in the beginning of year four in October. October 2nd was their first show, uh, first Dynamite. And, you know, it's we're a month away. So, so maybe it was a three-year deal. Maybe JR has a three-year deal. He has one month left. Now, I haven't seen the televised entrances. He's been on for two hours. He's he been was on, on during yeah, the women's the entire matches. Show so this past it's, uh, you know, but these contracts are starting to expire. You know, Alan Angels from the Dark Order, they offered him a per-appearance deal. And he said no. And that's why he's no longer on the AEW roster. So it's only a matter of time. Hell, the fact that we got Sunny Kiss on TV last week and then she joined the Douchebusters, I mean, what, what the hell is that? If that's how to get her on TV, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. Who the fuck are the Douchebusters? I don't know. I don't know who those guys are. I didn't even know Devar was back even in there. Like... <laughs> Well, that, I mean, that, listen, that goes, I guess it ties in a little bit about the Mance Warner discussion of like, wait, who's this guy? I, I need to pay attention. Like, do I need to have things explained to me more? It's like, yeah, where did these guys pop up? They're in the trios tournament. And it's like, oh, who knew? I'm sorry. I don't watch dark. I'm sorry. Are you a dark elevation guy? You're just not, not a dark no, guy? No, no. And anything dark, dark turkey meat at Thanksgiving, dark YouTube, dark elevation. Uh... It ain't for me. It's good. It's good for the wrestlers. It's good for them to get their reps and, and, you know, build stories. But yeah, I'm going in, I'm going in blind when these guys come to TV and they're like, Oh, you know, they were five and zero on dark in the past two months. It's like, okay, well now I know. So, but don't you like dark beer? That's true. Okay. I, everybody has their, <laughs> I do love dark beer. Yeah. I thought so. Well, well, thank you. You know me better than myself, buddy. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're friends. That's right. Cheers to that. Uh, all right, so so no, um, uh, putting a bow on that one. Let's uh, look back at SmackDown. Um, last week, our five count was five wrestlers Triple H should bring back into WWE or bring into WWE. Well, I deserve a third of a point as my number five was AJ Francis, aka Top Dollar, one third of Hit Row. All right, so. He, along with uh, the other guys, uh, guy and girl, Ashanti, the Adonis, BFAB, they're back. They re-debut on SmackDown. Uh, guys, your thoughts on the return? And then the, for me, you know, when they came to the main roster in NXT, it was with Swerve Scott. Obviously, he's doing his thing in AEW. So how do you feel about that? Your expectations, I guess, for those three uh, moving forward? You know, my, my head's feeling kind of hot from this these lights. So I think I need to put a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> and the scarf was making you hot so yeah ditch the yeah, scarf so, bring yeah, out now, the hat. Yeah. i'm glad hit rose back and for the dummies online like they need a leader aj francis top dollar yeah. is that leader i hope they so. don't need I anybody so. else yes and uh you know what's funny they've been back a week no hit row merchandise on the shop yet this was from right. before they they'll got let go it, hopefully yeah, uh, so. I'm a little upset because my bruises finally started to heal, but now Hit Joe is back in my Hit Joe's back. So I'm like, when they came, I forgot like, about that. Luckily, it was uh, it, I got preempted because they were showing Lions preseason football. Oh, okay, of, uh, okay. SmackDown. So I watched it later, and then oh when I God. saw they came back, and it's like my wife was like, "What?" She's like, "Hit Joe." Hit yeah, Joe. I, was like, say, like, I can picture like Jess sleeping on the couch and, hear the and she heard it. Off, and she's like. <laughs> 
Let's go. Leaps up like a like a wild panther. <laughs> just like your tiny fists were just going at me like a rock'em sock'em. But I'm glad they're back. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm I'm upset that Swerve's not with them. It's like you know it. But the he thing wasn't is, a part of the show anyway. He wasn't look, a part of the group to begin with. So it was AJ's group. I think that's but what look, AJ I said at it in an way. interview. I look at and it I didn't way. know that. Look at DX when Sean left. And it was Triple H's. That's the DX that most people uh, associate with. Fair. So yep. I'm, I'm looking at it as the uh, DX uh, with X-Pac. It's just basically we're going to see what these two guys and gal can do. And the thing is, they did nothing when they were on SmackDown before. So they don't have a very big bar to give no, over. Yeah. They have bars to give. They do. Yeah. Or to your mother. Just not four of them. I... <laughs> four yeah. bars. There's only three bars. <laughs> If they're guests appearing on on a future, uh, so yeah, I'm happy for them, but I'm not happy for yeah. my arms. Yeah, other than my hat, That's the only fair. thing I wish it would have happened, I wish they would have had a real match, not the guys, the jobber that, uh, match. Yeah, I think McAfee said they got there because they want to scratch off, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's a great line. That is a great um, line. But I wish it would have been real. And I don't know. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, is I mean they're not going to go against the Usos yet. No, you know, there's no. the new day. There's the Viking Raiders. There's maximum male models. I mean, yeah, the, uh, the Umberto and the other guy, uh, Garza, yeah. Angel Garza, who's now Angel Garza. He yeah. got his name got back. His name back. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen with hit row. I just wish it would have been against a real team, not the scratch off winners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was fun. I had forgotten too, that in their brief time on SmackDown, that B fab had gotten released. Mm-hmm. And like, so there was mm-hmm. like, like two weeks where it was like just the three of the guys. So it's like, Oh my God, I forgot all about that. Kev, your, your hit row expectations, I, all I, that fun. Mike's expectations. Like when they, when they were on SmackDown, like they were kind of the after, like behind swerve, I thought was the forefront. Right. So without him, yes. I yeah. feel like sky's the limit. I wouldn't compare him to a DX scenario. Oh, not that big, but I know I'm just teasing you. Uh, but I think, I think the jobber is there. To, to protect them and to protect the other teams because who knows how much how much they've trained since they've been gone they were right? they've been working the whole time the they whole have. time yep okay. but but you throw them in against <clears throat> uh, a male maximum models they, they they have that hilarious promo at SummerSlam right in in every Water. single one of those teams you can't you can't bury them so I think jobbers right now I think are key. I think, especially with BFAB, like she was, she was very green when, when she was yeah, in NXT, yeah. but NXT. she has a look, she's so tall. Mm-hmm. Women are not like overloaded with talent on SmackDown. So no, if there's they one need that women I could on hope, SmackDown. I could hope yeah. that could excel out of that group is, is BFAB. The guys you know are going to be great, honestly, <laughs> the guys are going to be know, awesome. You know who could be returning to uh, SmackDown? If you're listening to this on Friday. She's on the Broken Skull Sessions with Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. The one, oh, yeah. The queen could be returning. Yeah. Charlotte Flair. So yep. pretty excited for that. So excited that for that. Um, all right. So we'll definitely be keeping an eye on the hit row progression, um, and we'll see if Triple H brings somebody else back uh, later tonight. You're so white. It's hit Who, row. Me? It's not the hit row. It's hit row. Not Drop the, the hit row. Drop the the. Okay. <laughs> You're so white, Brian. Thanks, yeah. Sean. Oh, you know what's funny? Yeah, you say that. So <laughs> Thanks, listen, Kevin, you got the I, reference. <laughs> you guys know, and, and the listeners maybe saw on our social media, I attended the Metallica show at PNC Park uh, along with Triple H and Stephanie. We're, Very we're cool. There. Um, I, I had a, a funny, you know, moment with uh, my wife as uh, I um, posted earlier on Facebook a picture of me and my friends in the parking lot tailgating. And uh, as part of my outfit, I was wearing just these cotton gym shorts very very casual very comfortable not bad at all and uh i'm wearing my my saucony shoes and uh she texted me like are you wearing your gym shorts to the metallica show and i'm like uh (laughs) maybe (laughs) and then she commented like all you guys got like your saucony like you're you're such like a like lame dad and i'm like i i am (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah you're you're right that's what what am i supposed to be that's who i am so well don't feel bad brian about the saucony because i was driving yesterday uh, my wife and i love my song and there was yeah. a motorcycle guy riding in front of us and uh he had like the leather 
vest over the denim jacket, oh. but he had khakis and Sockenies on. Oh, okay. And I'm like, who rides a motorcycle with Sockenies? And my wife was like, who knows what Sockenies are? I'm like, they're oh, yeah. shoes. I'm a fan. I know what they are. Now, Brian, yeah. you, you know would know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got the logo with little circles cut yeah, out. The, right? the, yeah, the, the swoosh with That's the circles. So. Great running shoes for me. Yeah. How was Metallica? Metallica was great, man. Um, the the only downside to it was saying um, saying anger. <laughs> they, they did they did Hater. throw out the like who likes saying anger, but that you know talk about that Joe when the three of us were driving home from Summer uh, SummerSlam in Nashville, uh, Sirius XM played their Lollapalooza set, which was that same weekend. And Ooh. when I look back at the set list, I think the next day. Every single song we heard on the way home from Nashville was played at the Pittsburgh show, except for one. So I guess when you're the biggest heavy metal band in the world, you can do that. You can get away with it. But they normally don't do that, though. They've got so they usually change it up at least, you know, three to four. four. Yeah. If they have a new record out. But that's right. When you when you texted that, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, Did you? Did you buy one of the Pittsburgh exclusive Metallica shirts? No. no. Oh, I'm let me down. And they look good too. They had the. Were they fifty? How much were they? I. You know what? I don't know. I just had the bootleg guys in the parking lot throwing them at me. You got a boot? You buy a bootleg? No, no, I didn't buy nothing. Oh, Brian. I yeah, I got a shirt that said Metal Alica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. And it all it did all look good, man. But I, I'm so cheap. And the fucking line of Kugels were like the 24 ounce cans, but they were $19. And I'm like, oh my God. So, Whoa. you know, priorities are priorities. Line of Kugels. So, the yeah. beer of no metal head ever. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> but well, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Uh, but no, it was fun. They they awesome. fucking rocked it as always. Just uh, yeah, I would have hoped for a little more variety, but you know, I had a great time. Was had by all. So much good wrestling this mm-hmm. week, as far as the actual in ring stuff. I I am you know we're we're really early in the Triple H era, but I think we all agree that AEW in ring stuff is usually pretty consistently really good. Yeah. And now this Triple H stuff is getting there as well. So. Boy, it's something to keep an eye on moving forward. But um, the the ones I noted, uh, Gunther Nakamura, Kevin Owens and Drew, Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley and AJ, Mm -hmm. Dolph and Theory, Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson, and Omega and the Bucks versus Andrade, Dragon Lee, and Roosh. Um, Guys, you want to throw out a couple highlights of of any of those or another match uh, that you really enjoyed, what you loved about them, and maybe there's something that, uh, you took a uh, except exception to uh, with any of those matches. Any I involved. have a I have a question involving. Let's go to Drew and KO. Yeah. If it wasn't for their back and forth promo, which was by far better than Punk versus Moxley, would we been invest as invested in that match if it was just a regular like you know Drew versus KO, no build yeah, whatsoever? Absolutely not. Like they not. told yeah. a story. Both guys had to win. And they just, they killed it. The ending was terrible, but like basically Uso Ference is still a thing. But if they told a story and that's what we were looking for. So when it came to best story, KO and Drew, I want to see that for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's the promo of Drew McIntyre's career. Uh, oh yeah, K- K- yeah. KO, oh, KO oh, set the table. My KO set the table. Po, 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 carrying po, 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 20 po, po. guys. Ooh. That was fantastic, and, and I, I that, didn't that call line them. Of the, they called me. Yeah. Oh God, that's a good line. That's a great line. I and, was and the though, chosen one, and I got fired for it. Mm-hmm. Like Drew was. You guys are talking about punk was straight spitting fire. Punk was playing the hits like Metallica was <laughs> just playing the hits. <laughs> Drew, shit. Of, of Here all. comes Ender Sandman. Yeah. Drew let out his Saint anger. Yeah. About being fired as the chosen one. And then he said, don't tread on me. (laughs) And when the bell tolled, when WWE made the call, he answered. He was no longer the invisible kid. (laughs) There's a, there's a, wow. That, those comments. Sad, but true. No matter what you say, like, you know, we go back to three MB, the memory remains of how low he was. (laughs) But wow. is the chosen one character unforgiven? Yeah. 
Well, I think one, two, or three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think so, because he listed all of the people he'd be. He beat Brock Lesnar. He beat Randy Orton. He beat Lashley. He's truly the master of puppets. I mean, when Drew was given the chosen one gimmick, he definitely chose the store of straw. Wow. Almost got it out. Almost. But I I, I love it. They called him and they said, welcome home. Sanitarium. In that promo, he saw KO and he knew he had to seek and destroy. Yeah. And then to get to Cardiff, he's not riding in an airplane. He's riding the lightning to Cardiff. I mean, wherever he may roam. Yeah. When you ride Cardiff, it could be in Detroit on SmackDown next week. When you ride, they don't run out of fuel. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, technically, I'm just going to say it. I started talking and I stopped. And I was going to say fuel, but everyone started talking. That's good. I have nothing. Uh, <laughs> nothing else matters, Kevin. Yeah, all right. That, that's the bow. That's the bow on yeah. it. All right. We're done. All right. Any, but... any other actual, <laughs> as we try to bring it back to the, the focus here, highlights of the actual matches. Kev, Kev, you can, since we cut you off there, I guess, at the end. Well, since we're turning the page. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there it is. <laughs> One more. Here too. All right. Uh, no, I thought KO and Drew were, was absolutely amazing. And I'm not going to lie. I was thinking of a Metallica song. When you asked that question, I have no idea what you asked. Just what, like, what did you, what did you take? Because there was so much actually good in ring yeah. wrestling. I, uh, what was like a highlight for you? Anything like that? Yeah. I know we're going to get into the five count. So I don't really want to go into the trios match too much. But yeah. holy shit. I, 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 I'll stop what I was about to say. So I'll use the, uh, um, excuse me, the Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson match. You knew when there's a best uh, two out of three, you're hoping it's a one, one, right? Those guys, more than like, holy, yes. holy crap. And the, and the, the best part about that is like Joe said, Kind of goes against a little bit of what he says, but it kind of went with the KO Drew, right? Telling a story, but that match told the story because it led into yeah. next week of like, boom, backstage, yes, that's true. backstage segment. Boom. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you, Daniel Garcia. I'm going to talk to you in the middle of the ring. Talk to you. Who are you going to be? Bring in super or not super fly snook. Sorry. Bring in Ricky. Jimmy. Never mind. And it was just, yeah. it was, the match incredible the ending great jericho the backstage segment it was fantastic like i loved that match in a week of amazing matches because even on your rundown like i didn't even expect that to even be on be as good as it was but of course is that your pick as the match of my favorite match match? yeah oh yeah that was that Outside of the trios, because tr- the trios match is unique because it's kind of a round robin free for all type match. And I know Brian, I loved your Twitter. You're like, hey, Twitter, Twitter, yeah. uh, Twitter universe, world. Help what are the rules for the trios match? Because I got lost so many times. I'm like, is it just anyone can fight at any time? But I loved, right. I loved the Garcia I Daniel because I wasn't love expect- an actual explanation of that. Yeah. I knew it I was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be as great. Yeah. It was a lot of discretion then. Yeah. The eye of the discretion. Oh, oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Are you yes. looking up Metallica okay. songs? Yeah, yeah. Go, going back to. <laughs> I just have one back. question about like that match, Kevin. Steamboat, what was the final time? You made a big deal about being the guest timekeeper. Tell us how long oh. that match lasted. Oh, do you know? Did you write it down? No, I did not because I have no idea. That was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's yeah. job, not Ricky, mine. You had one job. You had but one it, job, like Powerhouse Hobbs had one job, and he screwed that up. But he's blaming he, everyone else. He did do the uh, the palm strike onto one of the uh, the uh, uh, 2.0 guys. Sorry, I don't remember all their names. Sometimes. Oh, that gosh, the one guy's um, too much. The one who's like the sports entertainment. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah he's, he's got oh, it's so right, so who's next? What was the match of the week, Brian or Jason? <sighs> I'm sorry. You know what? Chill? I'm going with Gunther and Nakamura. That Intercontinental Title match from. SmackDown because they ran that intercontinental title promo at the beginning mm-hmm. of the show. These video packages to hype those. up the mid card titles, they are amazing. They are I don't even consider them secondary amazing. titles anymore. They are the they well, are titles. You fight fire with fire. <laughs> but, but the videos, 
Triple H is the hero of the day because making these videos are putting me. <laughs> Listen, if somebody can work in low man's lyric in this show, I'm walking off. All right. Okay. Let's, let's <laughs> try to keep it focused here. No, uh, so I, I, I love KO and Drew. I, I loved all these matches. But um, the one thing I just to, to touch on, because we kind of hit up a lot of them already. Um, it, it was Kenny Omega. That was a surprise. I mean, we yeah. all figured it was happening. What do you think, guys, about this? This seems to be for his character of being the I do have ring rust. You know, he he was kind of looking sloppy and he's got a shirt on and a, like yeah. a arm brace. And I think that's a pretty cool way to do it, because usually it's guy comes off the shelf and he's better than ever and all this stuff. But this is seems a little more realistic that like, wow, I haven't had a match in nine months and i do have ring rust i thought that's kind of a different little angle the um did uh, was the brace on the shoulder part of the shirt was that a separate brace i think separate i think it was okay it was they said it was a compression shirt you know to help things i don't know i mean so i i I, I mean presume it's part of the story i don't think it's a you know, fully legit. I'm I'm not in good shape right now. I'm yeah, wearing a it's shirt. It's not like they were chanting, you still got it. It was probably like, you know, you may need another week. Yeah. Now if he maybe it's interesting. Too. I thought if that he, was interesting. If he wears the shirt again next time, they'll show there's no remorse in yeah. wearing shirts to wrestle mm. matches. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Um <laughs> yeah. Did anybody, um, I got to watch NXT Heat Wave. Uh, Jay, I think Mm-mm. as last time you said did not. Kev, Joe, uh, no, I, yes, I, no. On, on and off. All right. I, I, okay. I didn't know who the uh, guy Braun wrestled, but yes. I liked the way he took an extreme ass beating. And and he got up the one time and he had the really bloody mouth. And yeah, then he, at the end, he then. got Braun to end move. The, uh, 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 the street fight I thought was was really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, on peak, when does it show up on Peacock? Is it like two days later? Yeah, I haven't tried it in a while. I haven't yeah. tried it either. Because my DVR faded to black and yeah. didn't tape NXT, so I didn't get to watch it. Then I checked Hulu the next day; it wasn't there. Checked Peacock the next okay. day; it wasn't there. So I want to watch this because all of these matches look like they were like insane. Yeah, top to bottom, well, it was it was very good. Yeah. Uh, very, well, very good. And I, I'm you, with you, Kev. That that street fight was probably the highlight. That Santos Escobar who ended yes. up losing. And the, the stipulation was if you lose, you leave NXT. So presumably he'll be main roster bound here pretty soon. He's really talented. He, uh, yeah. Which show you know? Oh, I don't. I'm saying Smackdown. Smackdown. Oh, Smackdown. But Joe, ARJ, I, it's not a song. But when you do get it on Peacock, you better load. Yeah. And reload to make sure that you can watch it for real. <laughs> Your DVR at the very least. Yeah. yeah. Make sure it's going uh, for uh, recording there. Um, all right. So uh, I think nowhere, nowhere else to go but five count because <laughs> live is to die, Brian. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that well- and justice for all. Yeah. Let's hear the one in yeah. your five count. That wrestling podcast presents the five count. This week's five count top five Metallica song. Who wants to go first? Um, no, Number five, one. Enter Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> We've named about thirty of them already. Each of us. Um, no, so uh, this one came about. I was I was hurting for topics, yeah. um, but Kevin uh, near the end or maybe when the show was over for Dynamite uh, texted me about like holy shit that Dragon Lee. Um, I was literally taking a holy shit when. Um, <laughs> the part that I think he's talking about came on because I was like, I think I missed it. And I saw the clip of him jumping, you know, through the rope and into the crowd on Omega that I, so I totally get it now that uh, you, I think uh, Kevin should like, go first. Exactly. I'll, yeah. I'll go first. So, well, hold on, hold on. so let me, let me, I didn't get to fully yeah. explain it. So, so I never oh, seen Dragon yeah. Lee, presumably Kevin, you hadn't seen Dragon Lee. So what no. this is, is five count is our five, first impression wrestlers five wrestlers or tag teams whatever the very first time you saw them you were immediately impressed like like kevin was with dragon lee so kev yeah go ahead yeah number five i I put him on there dragon lee i was like 
who's this guy? Like, I, I was like, who's the guy wearing, you know, the tights and little and okay. He's wearing a mask. Sweet. That they're going to lose. I expected, I actually didn't expect the match to be anywhere as good as it was. I thought it was going to be good, but given the time, I was like, okay, we're going to get just about 30 minutes. This is going to be nice, but it was so good. Dragon Lee, all-star of that match. Like I, I thought at the end, uh, where, where Kenny leaned over, I don't know if he was checking, if he was okay. Like when they were just whispering a little bit and then you see him just like go like that and then go off. I, I have no idea if he's going to get a deal. I don't know if he's signed somewhere else. He got no unmasked with like five seconds left yes. in the program. Yes, yeah. so was like his mask is off, and they went off the air. So he was a Ring of Honor guy. Uh, obviously, you know Luchador, you know probably something with AAA or CMLL. Um, that that that's a normal Dragon Lee match. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Like insane. Uh, number four. Right. I'm trying to remember the exact time I saw this next person. Uh, and, and I, and I flirted with the idea of, of, of Yoko just because he was so big oh, and just okay. being able to yeah. move. But I, but I chose Bam Bam and I'm going to keep thinking when was the very first time? Cause it was just the agile big guy. And, and you just, need to hurry up. Cause Brian has to go and wrap his feet. So. Uh, number, number three, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, uh, Paige in NXT. I, I was just, I was impressed with her more with the promos backstage and then seeing her, uh, uh, in ring. It was just, it was just fantastic stuff. Uh, number two, I won't even go into that many details. Kurt Angle, one of my, oh, wow. one of my top, okay. one of my top of all time, just his, his first match with Sean Stasiak. You knew it was going to yes. be great. It's Survivor me. Series. <laughs> me. Survivor <laughs> Series 99. Exactly. And number one. Uh, not the best match, but it left me being like, whoa, whoa, who's this guy is, uh, uh, Goldberg first match. I just oh, thought okay. I was, I was just, I was just impressed how he absolutely destroyed Hugh Morris and it yeah. made you want more because you really didn't see much except for like the two, two power moves and, and a little bit more than that. But that was my five count. Good. Great you list. should listen. Goldberg was on Jericho's podcast last week. It was a great listen. Yeah. An absolute great, great. Is that when he said he stopped so, saying he's he's yeah he's done saying sorry. Done. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Jay. Um, number five. I remember this to this day, and I was probably I don't know. We'll say eight years old. Um, we had you know how like in some sectionals, uh, there's like that centerpiece that you know it's like rounded in the back, but it's yeah. you know, it connects the two straight bar. We had one of those, but we didn't have a section. We just had the centerpiece, and it was blue. And I remember sitting on this one day, and I'm watching wrestling, and they played a promo for a guy that was debuting next week. And I was hooked just by the promo alone. That man, go ahead, Kevin, who do you think it is? Razor Ramon. Macho Man Randy Savage. Ah, I was eight years ah, old when I've been Razor. We were teenagers when he came out. I was thinking Macho Man, yeah. I just remember sitting on that blue couch or that part of the blue couch. <laughs> and I was just fascinated by it. I don't know if it was the sequin robes or whatever, but Macho Man's number five. Number four is Ooh, someone yeah. you guys probably don't know. His name's AC Romero. Uh, he know was, the name. Yeah. He was on impact for a while. I know him from big the dude. Big yes. Dude. Yes. Very I big dude. Him. Yeah. So uh, I saw him at an indie show here in, in California, PCW ultra. And this guy, I mean, you know, look, I'm a big dude. He's bigger than I am. Oh, and he was doing, like, top rope things, jumping over to the outside, blown away. And this venue had a bar. And I saw him at the bar. And I'm like, bro, <sighs> I have not seen anything like you ever. It was awesome to watch you work. So I don't know what he's doing now, but uh, he was on Impact for a while. Number three, uh, Nikita Lyons. Um, oh, my. Hi, I was Nikita. surprised because of just the way she looked, her skills. And her gear. Now we had some jokes yeah, with the this gear. many, yeah. many, many, many weeks ago. Uh, but I just found out, Brian, you were a fan of Flavor of Love. And then the spinoff <laughs> show, I Love New York. Well, there uh-huh. was a spinoff show of I Love New York, which the Keto Lions was on with the two black dudes <gasps> that wanted to date I oh Love New York. Oh my God, I remember that show. Oh, I remember uh, that. Uh, like the their twins. names are Show and Biz or something. Ridiculous. Oh my uh, God. I got to look that up. So she was on that show. 
Wow. Was David Otunga also on I Love New York? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it was like the wow. The I yeah. love shows uh, definitely have a. I mean, oh God, Jay, Brian that's loved it so much. He took me to Flavor Flav's Chicken Shop in L- or, uh, Detroit, <laughs> yeah. which I'm guessing is no longer there. Oh, um, no, that, that was- uh, quick story: first celebrity I ever met at the airport, Flavor Flav. Cool as hell. That's awesome. Ooh. Yeah, boy. Um, number three. Number yeah. two, Black Taurus. He's an impact oh, you guy. Just saw him. I yeah. and I just saw him live for the first time at Ric Flair's last match. A big dude. Luchador, he's got like a giant like bull head as his mask. Unbelievable. He is on impact right now. And uh definitely go check that out. And and one uh in 2002, I went to an indie show in Pittsburgh. Now, uh Brian, you and I had just met and we were working at the overnights at the radio station, and you told me about a website called 411 Wrestling. Yep, that's my site. And I was, well, you know, at night, you know, doing the overnights, it was like, oh, let's look on the internet, you know, and something that wouldn't get us in trouble. So I thought wrestling would be fine. <laughs> and there was all these stories about a guy who was having these just unbelievable matches, but the internet was early. There was no YouTube, nothing like that. And uh, finally, I got to see this man at an indie show with uh, very low ceilings. And that's very important to the story because when I tell you who it is, uh, you'll be surprised that he was able to work in a building with low ceilings. It was Chris Saban against AJ Styles. Oh, unbelievable to see this guy live. And I have a picture somewhere. Um, very young AJ Styles, very young me with bad, like almost like a little bit of like a pencil mustache because my shit wouldn't grow, <laughs> uh, and, you know. But uh, AJ Styles, like po- a post show meet and greet with AJ. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, cool. like, love to so, uh, AJ Styles is my one. Oh, that's great. Uh, Joe, you want to go last? Phenomenally or? done. Uh, I'll go next. Okay. Uh, number five. So I'm going based on the criteria of first time I saw them. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Number five. Never saw him before, but told the story. Eddie Kingston versus Cody Rhodes for oh, the wow, TNT yeah. Championship. It's like, he. I'm like, they got to sign him. Just from that episode alone, he had to be signed. Number four. While the guy feels like it was a failure, I was instantly uh, hooked on this uh, performer. I just have two words. Ruthless aggression. Mm, mm-hmm. Slap. That's a good one. Yep. John Cena. John Cena's Great debut, one. while he says was a failure, and the way you think about it, he's right, because he didn't capitalize on it. But he definitely came on my radar with uh, that match against yeah. Kurt Angle. He was going against the best. I remember watching it that hang. night, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number three in Brian Christie's basement, NXT TakeOver Dallas. Yeah. Never watched New Japan. I really yeah. still don't. Shinsuke Nakamura versus yeah. Sami Zayn. Nakamura's, uh, that was my first time seeing uh, Nakamura wrestle. And I'm like, all right, definitely into this. Number two, Kevin's your number two, but I was actually there. Kurt Angle. And the oh. funny thing is, I that was my like basically bathroom break match. I went to the concession stand and all I heard were the boos. And I could hear Angle on the mic going, You don't boo an Olympic gold medalist. I'm a hero. I was like, wow, I wasn't even I wasn't even watching, but I could feel how awesome that was. So I waited about two months to rent it from Family Video so I could rewatch <laughs> Survivor Series way before the network. And I watched the match, and the match wasn't anything special, but Angle was. Yeah. So when the whole crowd at Joe Louis Arena got into it and just basically were just booing this guy, and he went in, he he went into us. And me, I wasn't into it at all because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go check out merch and go get a drink. But, yeah, Kurt Angle, number two, definitely made an impression. And number one, Maven, Al Snow, and especially Spike Dudley, may yeah. disagree with me. Yeah, I got you. Number one is you. Brock Lesnar. 100%. His first appearance on Raw after WrestleMania when he destroyed those three in the hardcore match. Yeah. I was like, yep. And then Heyman. Can you elaborate them. on that? I don't know those references. To Maven, Al Snow, or Spike Dudley. First time Brock Lesnar was on WWF TV, Raw after WrestleMania. Was it WrestleMania? Didn't he beat the shit out of the Hardys? That was like that the was next later. Week. 
the first thing uh, yeah. uh, it was, the a, first hard one was, was a hardcore match, Maven, yeah. Al Snow. Gotcha. Spike Dudley took the worst of it because oh, that's what Spike does. Oh, God. Yeah. But there was no F5 involved. It was like power bomb. Power bomb. Like, and he cool. just, just he cleared out cool. the ring. <laughs> and Heyman comes in with his ponytail <laughs> thanks, and thanks, Yankees cap. <laughs> just basically. <laughs> so, yeah. That's go, more of a bite Jason, go back and check, check it out. Cool. That was yeah. Lesnar's first time on yeah. WWF. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Damn it, Stuart! <laughs> All right, and uh, what what shirt? To... What shirt does yeah, I was gonna say? Wear? Yeah, that's Watch right. Some Metallica. Right. Throw them Metallica. Yeah. And Stuart, oh, no, where's the winger, winger shirt? Yeah, yeah, where's the winger, Stuart? Okay. All right, um, Joe. Great minds think alike on a couple of ours, man. Uh, but All my right. number five. No, it's perfect. <laughs> number five is. I'm going to say it's Big Van Vader because that's who he was in WCW when I first saw Big Van Vader. And he come out with that big ass mask with like the the fuck yeah, the Mastodon. It was smoke would come out of it. And he was this big dude doing like off the top rope moonsaults and shit. Love Big Van Vader, man. I was so glad to see like a little bit later on when he actually had like the championship and feuds. Uh, Number four, Ricochet. And his was based off of an internet clip. There was that one clip of him and Will Ospreay doing this like one Uh, minute back and forth. And it was just like, what the fuck is this with wrestling? So you take that. And then when he made his NXT debut, I was like, my God, this guy is absolutely insane. Uh, My number three, the same as yours, Joe Nakamura, for all the reasons you said that the entrance, the, the, the look, the appearance heard the buzz about how this guy was in new Japan. And he absolutely delivered Uh, sticking with Japan. Number two, what do you guys think about Jushin Thunder Lager? I love Jushin oh, yeah. Thunder Lager, man. Back in the WCW days, he looked like a fucking Power Ranger, and he would do all these aerial shit that nobody could do back then. He was a fucking innovator. I love that guy. The first time I saw him, I was like, this guy's the fucking best. He's the greatest. And my number one is also Brock Lesnar, for all the reasons you said, Joe. He would just, you, you, at that point, you are on the internet. And you're, you know, like hearing about all oh, this guy in OVW and he's an NCAA champion. And when you came out with Paul Heyman and did the destruction he did, that's when you knew like, holy shit, this dude's a big deal. And uh, he absolutely proved it. That is this week's five count. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. All right, that's going to do it for this week's show. Well, actually, not quite yet. Uh, we got to do this week's viral clip of the week. We uh, did Macho Man talking hey, about... This is a uh, thing? This is a thing, yeah. Well, it may not be every week, but if I can find one every week, then we're going to do it every week. Uh, Wait, last week, we Regis, had... We had, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we had last week, uh, Macho Man talking about crying. Going, uh-huh, yeah, Macho Man's cry. Uh, this one isn't so much... The video is one thing. It's a very quick video, but it's more about whoever did the Twitter caption on it. Which I just <laughs> saw. I saw the guy. Do you know what it is? Is this going to be a trademark? No, I'm, I'm excited. No, it's not. Copyright violation? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, just look at the YouTube school. Look at the caption. Oh, I love <laughs> I know who Howdy Price is. He's a local guy out here. Yeah. LaBarca <laughs> <Lebarca> guy. <laughs> For those not watching, yeah, for we those have not a dog watching, dressed as a skeletal and it's called La Barca. <laughs> we don't well, need to see it. Well, we don't need to play it. Is it. Where's, it's, it's, where's it's the, the seven chair? Second video. Where's the yeah. chair? I need to find one of those for for my dog now. So, so that my yeah. dog can be La Barca uh, too. There you go. That, Brian, so yeah, update your I, computer that's bothering me. That is a that is an amazing haircut, and then die. Yeah. So, like you said, you know this Howdy Price, or at least know of him, Jay. So, yeah, I do know of him. Please yeah, give him a shout out from from us at that wrestling podcast. He was on LeBar. He was on the sure. really big show that that talent show. That oh, 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 yeah, the the yeah. Cody show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on there for I think this last season. I think he won or definitely come close. Um, last week I talked about our uh, what a maneuver store. Yeah, the shirt please. is up. The tweet shirt is up. Uh, oh a picture God. of us in front of a dinosaur, and the tweet says there is a dinosaur in Uranus. Yeah, multiple colors for your choosing. And like I said, I don't care if I'm the only one that buys it. It is for me, but <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that, uh, that I had to put it on a shirt. That's it. It's you know, it's good. It's quality. You know, 
You know, it is, uh, you know, comedy is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, and for me, that is the one from our trip to Nashville and Uranus that I had to have on the shirt. Uh, so. Jay, you want to give out the final plugs? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, just over the moon with La Barca and I don't feel like. I can <laughs> yeah. So uh, our YouTube channel is at that wrestling podcast. Uh, we're looking for more subscribers. We're doing well. Thanks. Thank you for everyone checking in, yep. commenting, uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment. Ring that notification bell so you get the notification when we put new videos up. That wrestling pod, that wrestlepod at gmail.com is the address you can reach out directly or at that wrestlepod on social media as uh, DMs are open. And, uh, you know, maybe I can find a costume like that for my dog so she can become La Barca too. Because uh, there are many <laughs> La Barcas. There are. Know that. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, about everything. All right. Uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I, I think that's it. Hey, enjoy enjoy wrestling, everybody. We're off to Never Never Land. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it. Yeah.